Welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. Whether you like to fish, enjoy talking about fishing, or just enjoy the fishing lifestyle, this is the podcast for you. So go grab yourself a cold drink or a hot cup of coffee, sit back, start tying up some fishing rigs, and enjoy the show. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. I hope you're having a good day, whatever day it is that you happen to be listening or watching the podcast on YouTube. It's 2024. Welcome to the new year. This is the first podcast of the new year, and uh, we're going to get off uh, started on a good foot talking about a record fish, a record blue catfish from the Carolinas. Uh, we'll get that in a second. I want to thank all the regular listeners and people who watch the YouTube channel version of the podcast uh, for coming back, sticking with it and listening and watching and following and commenting. And if you're new and you've just come across the podcast, Appreciate you taking the time to check it out, see what it's about, and uh, tune in. If you're listening to the podcast, and it's on all of the major podcast platforms out there, and you want to leave a comment, uh, give me some feedback, go to my website, Dieter Melhorn Fishing, and uh, there's a contact section there. You can click on the link. You can text me. You can send me an email. It's a great way to reach me. Now, obviously, if you're watching the podcast on YouTube, uh, the easiest thing is just go down there in the comment section, leave a comment. A lot of times I get back in and give you some feedback right there so we can share it with everybody. So I appreciate you guys checking it out. Also on the website, there's links to my guide business. I'm a charter captain here in the Carolinas. So if you're ever interested in coming out and fishing with me, you can check that out there. There's also a link to all the gear that I use. I get a lot of gear questions, and I try to list all the major things there in the gear section. So if you want to check those things out and purchase them. And if you're interested, on YouTube, you can join as a member. Uh, there's a membership uh, button down there that you can check out, click on, and help support the channel and uh, keep us uh, doing what we're doing because we love doing it. So here's what we're going to talk about. Uh, in the Carolinas, uh, this past week between New Year's and Christmas, there was a giant catfish caught uh, in the upper part of South Carolina. This was in the Catawba Watery River Basin. This is the river that I fish on, that I'm a uh, charter captain on. And it basically flows from the mountains of North Carolina all the way down into the sand hills where it changes into the Watery River, uh, eventually merges and dumps into the Congaree, and they form and go on together down to Santee Cooper, the home of the world record uh, channel catfish and uh, home to the previous world record blue catfish and some just all around big, big fish and some big, uh, great, great fishing. So this fish was caught. Uh, I was actually on a guide trip the day it happened. We were having a horrible bite up here. What had happened uh, was we had had a bunch of rain. The lake had went up significantly. And I did some podcasts, or not a podcast, but did some videos talking about this. I was kind of excited. Uh, usually when there's a rise in the water on our lakes, it sparks a bite. Uh, when the water starts to fall, it usually gets bad. Part of it's the current, uh, part of it is uh, just the rise, the increase. This time, though, on the lake that I was fishing, Lake Wiley, that did not happen. I don't know if that was from the water temperature drop, how muddy it was, who knows. But on Lake Watery, uh, the bite was really, really good. And uh, for some reason, Lake Watery does really, really good when you get that inflow. 
Part of it uh, could be water clarity, just how clear the water is. That lake is a, um, it's it's a lot dingier. By the time water's down there, it's really, really muddy. A lot of times in the upper reaches of this lake that I fish on, Lake Wiley, it's very clear water coming out of Mountain Island Lake, the lake uh, above Lake Wiley. Who knows what the combination is, but whatever it was on that particular day, the bite was on fire. And I heard this from a lot of people. Not just that day, but it was a time span there to where there were a lot of good fish getting caught. And uh, not, not just good fish, but a lot of numbers. So it was overall good fishing. Uh, there was, uh, I think, three folks out fishing, and they hooked into a giant fish. And they were fishing the upper reaches of Lake Waterine in the river section. And from what I could see in the video, it looked like they were right around what they call the Cedar Creek Dam, uh, which was probably really, really ripping with current. Hooked into a giant fish. I heard it took 30 minutes to get the fish in. I don't know if that's true or not. That seems like a really, really long time, uh, especially as shallow as the water is up there, unless they tried to stay on anchor and winch the fish in against the current. Uh, maybe, you know, sometimes how long it takes is not as long as you think it took simply because it's just, you know, you know, you got a good fish and you're all stressed out over it. Uh, I, I know the uh, 63 I caught the other day, I actually let the entire video roll one of the longest times I've ever fought a fish and it was nine minutes. So, and that was in, you know, open water and not nowhere near as much current as what these guys were in. They were probably in a lot of current, uh, uh, fishing, uh, where they caught this fish. Bottom line is they get it in a boat and they take it to a place called Sutton's Landing, which is a campground and a bait shop and a tackle store in Lake Water. If you're ever looking for gizzard shad, uh, bait, uh, a place to put a boat in, and a campground, they're right there on Lake Watery in, I believe, uh, Taylor's Creek is where they're at. But they took it there, got it up on a real scale, got it weighed, and it was 94 pounds and um, they got some pictures of the fish a lot of pictures those you'll see in some of the articles which we'll talk about here in a second there's some stuff there with uh, uh the the phone lit up this morning and uh they got the fish released back into lake water really right there in taylor's creek alive swam off alive which was cool that leads me to what happened today the phone i guess after it being New Year's weekend, I made a post about this on my Facebook page. And um, today, I guess everybody went back to work. The phone, I started getting phone calls this morning uh, from both reporters, uh, some TV people, uh, some people, some different publications around, and uh, some people who had said there had been bigger fish caught. I made the statement that it's the largest fish that's ever been legitimately caught and weighed in the Catawba Watery Basin. There was a previous fish from Lake Norman in North Carolina on the Catawba River that was, I believe, 84 pounds, 85 pounds. It was a previous state record. This was back in the early 2000s. I think the guy's name is Joel Limeberger. He had caught that fish. Um, that was one that was surrounded in controversy, but that's for another podcast. All big fish have controversy around them. This one included. Uh, but uh, that was the... Biggest one we've seen weighed, and we're talking fish that have been weighed in tournaments, uh, fish that have been weighed legitimately. Now, listen, and, and this is what I tried to explain to some of the writers, is that there will always be talk uh, about a big giant fish that weighed 100 pounds or weighed 90 pounds. The 
big thing is a lot of these fish never get put on a scale. Uh, that's the uh, that's kind of the, the the breaking point in some of this is that they never get put on a scale. The other thing is they never get any publicity. So you know, for some people that may catch a fish, there may have been a bigger one caught. We just don't know about it because some people don't care. Luckily, these guys, and this is Destin Fox who has caught this fish. I think he's only 15 years old. He comes from a family of anglers, uh, catfish anglers, uh, anglers that care about the sport, care about the fish, uh, why they did CPR on this fish. I'll explain that in a minute. That's kind of funny. Um, but they care about the fish. And they're somewhat in the circle of people out there who follow this stuff, myself included. And when a fish like this gets caught, word spreads. Word spreads pretty quickly. I got a feeling I was getting text messages about this before it was actually released, which is pretty cool. But they care about the fish, they care about the resources, and they got it released back alive into the lake. So I say all that to say... Who knows if there was a bigger fish out there. Some people catch fish and they never weigh them. They take measurements and girth measurements and, you know, they extrapolate. You can get pretty close. You know, the, the one I caught the other day that was on the scale at 63, I ran the numbers on it. I think the weight would have been around 71. That's usually the kind of range you're in depending on the shape of the fish. Um, and, you know, some people don't have the proper scale or scales to weigh a fish that size. So it never gets weighed. It gets estimated. And that's the reason I said this was one that was legitimately weighed. Now, one of the things I had to explain to these writers was there are no official lake records in the Carolinas. We are not a state that keeps records for each individual lake. There's a state record. I believe it's 113 pounds now in South Carolina. I'm not really sure. This was nowhere close to that. But as from us that fish and fish a lot and around the sport, it's one of the it's the biggest that has legitimately been weighed out of the basin. So uh, yeah, the, the back to the CPR thing. I was explaining to some of these writers, and they know nothing about fishing. They just know this was a big fish, and they wanted to write about it. Uh, you know, they, they somehow the term CPR came up. I said it, and the 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 young lady was like, "Wait, what? They did they did like mouth to mouth on the fish?" And you know, I had to laugh and explain to them that CPR is a fishing term, especially related in the catfish world, and it means catch, photograph, and release. That basically, you caught the fish, took a picture of it, and put it back alive. So uh, we got a good laugh out of that. She did too. And, uh, you know, a lot of the questions come up. Uh, how old do you think the fish was? My estimation is, you know, I told them between 18 and 24, 25 years old. It's somewhere in that range. That's where typically most of these fish are. Honestly, in that reservoir, and especially looking at the size of the head on the fish, I'd almost weigh on the low end, probably in that 18, 19-year-old uh, range. Who knows? That could have been a fish I released in that lake years ago that I caught that weighed two or three pounds. That's the cool thing about it. You just never know uh, what the deal is on that. But yeah, it's 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 a... It's a great fish. It's one that, uh, while not a state record, it is one that is, one, without a doubt, one of the biggest fish that's ever been caught uh, in the uh, South Carolina area and definitely the biggest one in that part of the basin. Are there bigger? Well, I, you know, I, people have asked about Lake Watery, you know, for years, what's the biggest fish in there? And I think the biggest we had seen weighed in during a tournament on legitimate scales 
was in the 70s. And, you know, generally, I think there's been a couple in that range. And generally, I would think if you've got something in the 70-pound range, 90's not out of reach. So we got that one. We got that one, and that shows that that fish, uh, fish that size are possible in there. And is there something bigger? I think there could be. I think you could break the 100-pound mark out of there. I will say this, though. It is not a fishery like the James River or Lake Gaston or Kerr Lake where you can go down there and you're going to see you know, one of these come out every year. I think some of those uh, fisheries I just mentioned, they will get that fish that size every year. You know, again, we've never had one that big. We never had one over 80. So just having one in that range is something that's, you know, it's a legitimately big fish. So if you're looking for a 90 pound fish, that's probably not the fishery to go to, but don't be surprised if we see one that size come out of there. The cool thing is, is that we're in a different world than what we were 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. And that's that people can catch these fish be happy that they caught them, satisfied that they caught them, get some great pictures. The old cell phones, I think, have made, I think I've saved a lot of fish, to be perfectly honest, uh, because you don't have to kill the fish, drag it around in the bed of your truck to show all your friends. You can do it now with some pictures and some videos out of cell phones. So I think, in a weird way, that technology has saved fish. Plus, it has made the bragging rights a lot easier to get that information out there two people and uh, you don't have to kill them you can put them back and guess what you get a lot more attaboys and a lot more slaps on the back for releasing that fish than you'll ever get for catching and killing it so i think we're in a new place i think we're in a good place and uh it's really awesome to see this young man catch this fish uh fish of a lifetime he's got a a, a tough one to beat but man it's uh, it's good that he got it good that he got it back alive